Today, we've got somebody on the show who's going to have a very inspiring rags to riches story, and he's going to give us tips and tricks on things from travel hacks to Instagram marketing. And we're even going to find out live on the show together that we were both on the same season of a reality TV show. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. What happens when you've grown your Amazon business as much as you can and don't have the time or resources to take it to the next level? That's where Thrasio comes in. Thrasio acquires category-leading FBA brands from small business owners just like you and specializes in taking your brand to new heights while you profit from the growth. When you sell your business to Thrasio, your deal could include a long-term earnout, meaning you profit when your brand grows under their management. So if you're thinking about selling your FBA business, visit Thrasio.com slash Helium10 to connect with Thrasio's deals team. That's T-H-R-A-S-I-O dot com slash Helium10 for more information on if your brand is a good fit for Thrasio. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show. That's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the Amazon, Walmart, and more world. So uh, we've got a world traveler here. Speaking of world here, Zach. Zach, how's it going? Hey, what's up, Brad? Good to be here. Excited to be here. Thanks for having me. All right. Well, thank you for coming on. And um, I don't, you know, I know a little bit about you. You're going to be speaking at the uh, elite workshop coming up. But, but before we get into that, I, I wanted to find out uh, more about your unique uh, superhero origin story because I've seen little bits and pieces here and there. And so uh, I just want to fill in the blank. So where were you uh, born and raised? So I was actually born in Busan, South Korea, and then adopted by my parents in Iowa. So. I pretty much grew up in Iowa, lived there most of my life, and then caught the travel bug, started, you know, uh, traveling a lot, lived in Spain, Mexico, found my birth mother in Korea, and now I'm actually living in Seoul. Oh, wow. That is so cool. Do, do you speak Korean then? Yeah. Well, actually, my, my Spanish is better than my Korean because I lived in Spain and Mexico for several years. But yeah, I do speak some Korean now. It's not fluent. Pretty good though. That's that's pretty cool. Like uh, I'm a addict to a Korean drama, and and uh, I, I actually speak Spanish myself. And so it's kind of funny sometimes. Uh, some of the words, you know, like when you're in Mexico, you say "way," you know, like yeah, yeah. "a way," <laughs> you know, like that means something. But uh, and then Korean dramas are always saying that it's it's um it's pretty funny. Some of some of the words do not translate <laughs> very good across. But um, that's pretty cool. So uh, now you actually. We're on TV for a little bit. What was what? What show was that? So you think you can dance? So it's sort of like American Idol, but for dancers. And I was a season mm-hmm. ten participant on the show, and you know, I mean, I auditioned several times. So each season, I made it a little bit uh, further in the competition. I never won, but I made it to the top one hundred, and basically leveraged that brand, the name of the show, and everything and taught dance all over the world 75 different countries and also made a multiple six figure just teaching dance at mom and pop studios every single week so it was pretty cool but like let's take you guys kind of way back like you know and part of my story was like 
I had the speech impediment, right? So here I was, this Asian kid growing up in the middle of Iowa. You know, one, I looked different. Two, I spoke different, right? I had a speech impediment. I couldn't say the letter R until I was like in my 20s. So, you know, I never thought I'd be doing like wow. a podcast, traveling, teaching, speaking, you know, at events like, like your guys is coming up and, and traveling the world and doing this. I was a pretty shy guy. But dance really changed my life. It, it kind of became my fire and I found my voice through it. Here was something that I was finally good at that I could express myself with because at that time I felt like I couldn't really talk. And my speech therapist was like, you know, if you quit my classes, you'll never be able to say the letter R and you won't amount to much and no one will be, will be able to understand you. And I was like, you know, seven when I heard this. And so I believed those lies and stuff yeah. pretty much my whole life. But then, yeah, dance opened up everything. How, how do you discover? Uh, I mean, you know, you, you know, some, some people, you know, from, you know, their parents stick them in dance classes from the age of three. And then it's like, they, they kind of grew up with it, but it sounded like you kind of discovered this a little bit later on in life. Yeah. 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 I, I think we all have like natural talents and innate abilities and skills and strengths and also weaknesses some of us like you know for me like I was a better freestyler right I could just simply listen to the music and react and move and create my own moves and do my own thing other dancers are more like kind of like choreography people like kind of copycatters they can copy what like whatever um, someone else does just like that right and and pick it up and do it to a T Mm -hmm. so it wasn't until later, like I was around 15, when my friend gifted me a breakdance DVD, How to Breakdance by Mike Garcia. And I just watched it, fell in love with it, and kept, yeah. you know, practicing and practicing and, you know, working and working. And eventually started traveling with it, became pretty good at it, Went, won battles and competitions, and eventually made it onto the TV show So You Think You Can Dance. So it, it took, you know, 10 years of really hard work but then I finally made it. Yeah. Now that's cool. Now, now I think uh, if I, if I heard you correctly, you called it like, you know, like kind of discovering your fire or something. Now the, the, the one of the things that came up when I Googled you and the first time that our mutual friend, uh, Corey mentioned you was, uh, it was actually a Ted talk that you gave where you talked a little bit about how, you know, everybody needs to discover their fire. I'm not sure exactly how you called it and how dance was it for you. Can, can you talk a little bit about that? Because I think for, for entrepreneurs, it's important to have that fire or motivation. Otherwise, you know, you're, you're not really going to be successful. Yeah. That purpose, that fire, like whatever makes your heart sing. Right. And, and makes you feel alive day in, day out. Something that you're super excited about and passionate about it. And I think it like, you know, we have, it's like life is ebb and flow. Like sometimes we feel super excited. Other times we don't feel as passionate. And so it's kind of like a roller coaster. Like a lot of these like ups and downs of life, and stuff just happens. But I feel like when people finally have like figured out something that they just really enjoy and brings them happiness and it just doesn't feel like work and it doesn't, you don't feel stress and you don't feel like a lot of, um, you know, negative like energy. I think that's um, one step closer to finding like your fire and passion. And I think mm-hmm. whatever you do, right, you can do it and it might be, you know, something that you just like to do, do and enjoy doing for a little bit. And it might be just to pay the bills or it's like making a lot of money. But I think like I, I hear from a lot of these entrepreneurs now that have exited their companies for, you know, 
millions and millions of dollars. Like they're maybe good at like building Amazon stores and, and growing and scaling it. But now mm-hmm. it's like they're at a point in life where it's like, okay, what really matters? What what do I need to be content in life? Like what truly makes me happy and makes my heart sing? And I think it, you know, it constantly changes. Yeah. Now, now, now here's a question for you, you know, like for you, uh, you know, your, your motivation, your fire was dance. And then you actually turned that into, you know, an income. Like you said, you, you were, you were making, you know, big money, you know, doing dance around the world. And, and that's amazing. Now, sometimes, you know, I, I'm just, you know, assuming here, but, you know, sometimes, you know, maybe what is really a big motivation or the fire for somebody might not always, you know, result in monetary, you know, it might not be a job, you know, it might be, you know, something else might be art. Maybe that really fires their motivation, but can your motivation or your fire be something that maybe not makes you money, but still makes you successful as, or helps you in your entrepreneurial career? Or, or do you really need to be doing something, um, you know, th- does your fire need to be something that you're actually working at and, and have that be your principal job? Or what's your philosophy on that? So dance was like my vehicle, right? It was just what I used be- because I was good at it, and you know, good enough at it to teach it and do it all over the world and make some money out of it. But what I realized my true passion, my, my big passion is teaching. Teaching is my passion. I just love encouraging others, building them up teaching them things, empowering them to do like what they never thought was possible. And, you know, with dance, the reason, like, like, again, I I never won that TV show. I I just made it to Mm -hmm. top 100, but I was good enough or just a little bit better than the rest of the people. uh, And I found my niche. Right. And so it was basically teaching mom and pop studios, you know, in Iowa, Midwest, Minnesota, Nebraska, Iowa, you know, in the countryside, giving them a fun experience, saying, hey, you know, I participate on So You Think You Can Dance. How would you like to bring that experience to your studio? I'll bring your, you know, put your kids through the audition process. They'll freestyle. They'll do all these different styles. And we'll make a whole mastermind experience out of it. And so it's really something mm-hmm. just fun and cool and something different. And you know, I, I did it across all age groups, you know, five to eight, nine to 12, 13 plus 10 students minimum per class, 50 students per person for the 90 minute or two hour class gave five to $10 to the studio and, you know, 30, 40 kids showed up each age group. And that's how I was able to, you know, live that, do that four hour, six hour work week and, and still, you know, make money, a lot, a lot of money and have fun while doing it. So I think, you know, we're all good at some different things, but digging deeper, like really deep and figuring out like what we're truly passionate and, you know, we just, just continue to do those things. So now I'm teaching people about social media, marketing, growth and monetization. So I'm still traveling a lot. I'm still speaking on big stages, but the reason I do that is because I'm really passionate about people. Life is about people and building others up and, you know, helping them accomplish their goals is, yeah. is my mission in life. So, yeah, I mean, I, I totally agree. You know, like it, it, I can't say that, you know, Amazon or, or things like that was my passion before. I mean, it was actually, you know, kind of like dance, you know, Zumba, Zumba fitness was, was what I was doing. I was traveling the world, kind of like doing the same thing you were doing, you know, doing master classes all over the place. And, and, and 
you know, I'd never did dance or anything, you know, before. And now I'm doing something that some would think is completely different. But if you think about it, my my passion still is the same. Like what was driving me wasn't, yes, of course I love to dance and, and the endorphins that one gets. And I love losing 70 pounds, you know, from being a sumo wrestler to, to, to being a dancer. But for me, I think the bigger motivation was the, the helping people, uh, changing people's lives and, and just seeing a, a positive reaction. And in that sense, what I'm doing now is almost identical. You know, it's, it's not different, like at face value dancing compared to being a podcaster and an educator in the Amazon space. But you know, the stuff that, you know, we're working on here at Helium 10, is like literally changing people's lives. Maybe they're not losing weight, you know, like, like my Zumba students were, but you know, they're, they're being able to quit their jobs. And, and so that, you know, I think what you just said is very applicable to me. That, that was my passion. I found it. And, and, um, you know, I, I made this new job, you know, my passion and, and for you entrepreneurs out there, you know, listen to what, what Zach said, you know, maybe, you know, you, you didn't grow up thinking that you're going to be an Amazon seller, but, but if you have something you're passionate about, you can, you can, uh, you know, tie that into your entrepreneurial career. Now you mentioned something else and I was looking at your website and before we get into, you know, some like Instagram strategies and different things, uh, something that blew me away on your website was it says you've stayed for 550 plus nights for free at hotels. Yeah. So what's that? What's what's that about? I, I got to know about this because I love travel myself. Yeah, yeah, my life is travel. You know, pre-COVID, another country, another culture, every single week. So I was here in the Maldives. You know, sipping. Oh up, yeah, sipping that's like my that's my favorite spot in the world, right there. Scuba diving, surfing, to you know, back and forth like Greece, all over the world. And you know, I basically figured out a way. I cracked the code, and I, now it's over. 700 something nights for free some of these hotels wow. are anywhere from 10,000 20 all the way up to fifty thousand dollars a night and it's crazy like you're rubbing shoulders and you know meeting kings and queens actual like you know royalty in these countries and it's all thanks to instagram and you know i guess one of the things that i learned with dancing and pursuing my dance and making that a, a successful business is the art of cold outreach and relationship building and peaking interest. And so I kind of mastered the art of just cold email and outreach. And I learned that it's a numbers game. And if you're able to offer enough value and give freely and at the same time, make that person feel loved respected and intrigued right compliment them take it take an interest in their life take an interest in that hotel hey i like this this and mm -hmm. that about your hotel me and my friends would love to stay you know promote it create all this content for you and then post it on you know all of our instagram pages you know what what can you do you know in exchange for your best available mm -hmm. suite breakfast lunch and dinner would be nice spa experiences would be great like we can offer the following right and it's really just like a irresistible offer like type value stack of different things that we could hmm. do to promote their hotel and help them get seen known and heard everywhere on instagram wow so have you ever stayed at uh, my two favorite spots which are the conrad and the waldorf astoria there in maldives yeah so i know of those two two hotels they're amazing super great so on my last trip, I was working with a scuba spa. So it was like, you know, four levels. We had unlimited spa, you know, massages every day. Um, we did up to, you know, four or five scuba dives a day. 
if he wanted. And then um, another couple that joined the trip actually just came from the Waldorf Astoria. And I've never personally stayed there, but I have several friends, you know, including you, like they just say amazing, amazing things, you know, like you get picked up on a yacht, I think at the airport, they drop you off at the hotel. Yep. Yep. And it's just beautiful. It's one of the newer hotels. I've, I've been going to the Maldives yeah. since, you know, um, uh, you know, five, six years ago, but it's, it's, a, they have over 3000 islands and new hotels popping up all the time. I think Ritz Carlton just came, uh, created a new hotel, you know, a lot of cool stuff happening over there. Cool. Now you, you mentioned, you know, about, about, you know, doing this via Instagram. Now I'm assuming, you know, you can't come in with like 50 followers and say, Hey, uh, give me a, a free, uh, you know, $10,000 a night suite. And this is kind of like where it ties into to entrepreneurs and Amazon sellers is, is you know maybe not all not not everybody wants to build their personal Instagram you know profile up. I, I definitely want to because in my space I I kind of want to get the message out there. But you know for an Amazon seller, I think they're more interested in in just like hey I, I'm building I'm trying to build a brand here. How can I build you know some more Instagram awareness for my brand? So. So um, you, I'm sure I'm assuming you, you might talk about that a little bit in the elite workshop, but just what are some tips that in general that you can give? I, hey, I'm, I'm Joe Amazon seller. Uh, I, I've got a few products. I've got this brand. I want to get the word out there on Instagram. How do I build my following? And then and then how do I leverage it to actually, you know, help me? Yes, yes. So super excited to talk about this now. Like what a lot of, you know, Amazon people come to us for is just like you said, right? They're like, okay, if we can figure out a way to drive some outside traffic, you know, Amazon really loves that. So we're helping a lot of people like uh, grow on their, their Instagram accounts, drive traffic and create a brand on Instagram. Now, some of the growth tactics and tactics and strategies, wow. So Instagram, 2021, 20, wow, going into 2022, the algorithms have changed a lot, right? Now, before I think back in the good old days when you know i first started we were growing people's accounts several thousand followers per day and it was crazy and we could just back in the day just post and grow and then you went through the follow unfollow phase the automation phase now if you use any sort of tools and automation your account can get compromised and shut down so if you guys are using hmm. any of sort of app or later or you know third party tool or something like follow and follow that that's you know automated stop using it because your account could get deleted so there's a lot of do's and don'ts right so i'm just touching very quickly on the don't sure don't do you know don't do these things um so no automation you know, you don't want to constantly change your profile picture, your name of your Instagram account. You won't don't want to be liking and commenting outside of your niche and industry. You don't want to be following people outside of your niche and industry. There's like hundreds of, you know, don't do's. Um, those are just a few of them that when, you know, when you're actually doing them, compound to big negative results. Now, if you want to try to grow on you know, Instagram 2021, there's really three ways to grow, grow, right? Number one, I mean, content is king, like with great, awesome content comes more growth. Now, one strategy that we still use today, and that still works is a repost strategy and utilizing repost hub accounts. So let's say that you're, you have some type of health, uh, 
product or beauty product. What we do is we repost other beauty creators' content onto our hub page, which could be like all about beauty or uh, you know beauty secrets. And and this page is what's called a hub page because essentially what you're doing is reposting all of these creators' pages um, posts on your page, giving them credit and making it go viral with using the right hashtags and engagement groups. And so that strategy is a strategy that one of the strategies that we still use today is we use other uh, creators, content influencers, repost it on our page, give them credit, use a few hashtags Mm -hmm. and get other people in the same niche and industry to like and comment on that post several times throughout the day. And it still hits the algorithms and helps you go, you know, it can help you go viral. Okay. Now, what about um, how how Facebook and, and Instagram are so like connected, you know, more than ever? So like, let's say, do you always suggest linking your Instagram with like a Facebook fan page or some Facebook profile? And then when you post to one to always post the same to other, or do you keep them segregated and then post platform specific content on each one? That's a good question. So each platform is a little bit different. Like I would say like right now, Instagram and TikTok, TikTok are kind of being um, more alike. Uh, But Mm -hmm. as far as like Facebook and Instagram, like, you know, the Facebook algorithm, like let's say that you have like a, an amazing post and it's getting, you know, a lot of reactions and engagement. And you made that post like a couple of years ago. And you know how Facebook shows you like anniversary or reminds you of posts and things that you did from like a year ago or two years ago, they show these old memories. So kind of like how the Facebook algorithm works is if, even if you go ahead and comment and reply to some old comments on that post from two years ago or a few years ago, it, if you get enough comments and engagement, um, it creates, it boosts that post back up on people's feed. And it's like you just posted today. And so that's like a trick that I use for Facebook. If I have like a banger of a post where it's just amazing, it got tons of engagement and it's a really good story and it creates all these emotions and feelings and stuff. Sometimes I go uh, comment on other people's comments left on that post that I didn't get a chance to at that time and boost that post up again. But to answer your question, like, I would say I, I don't. We don't use any apps or tools to uh, post on all platforms. We're all we're doing it manually, and I think when you do stuff manually and you spend a lot of time on these um, apps, like the social media platform, rewards you for hundreds of manual actions that you do every single day. So that's why, you know, I created a sistergram, and that's why we just do that. Have people do that all day, every day, but. Um, you know, let's say that you're trying to post on LinkedIn, but you can't post some of the same content that you're doing on Instagram on LinkedIn. Like some could work, but mm-hmm. it's totally different audience, totally different algorithms. So it really depends on the platform. You have to f- figure out what works for each platform. Yeah. Okay. Makes sense. Now, 
you know, uh, I, I know you deal, you, you help your agency also helps humongous brands and celebrities out there. But uh, do you also, you know, have any any like actual brands who sell on Amazon who have, you know, uh, linked up with you to, you know, to get some strategy together for for their their social media, um, um, you know, campaigns? Yeah, a lot of a lot of these brands are trying to build up something to sell eventually. So mm-hmm. a lot of them reach out to us for like PR help, like get them like full blown features and articles, press, build up their social medias because the more people that know you, the bigger numbers you can sell for because when you're seen, known and heard everywhere online and you have social media numbers to back it up, like that's what everybody is checking. And it's part like brand plays strategy, but it still works to this day because I mean, everybody's focused on the numbers. So we work with a wide range of, of different, you know, clients from you know, e-commerce, Amazon, luxury hotels, entrepreneurs, uh, you know, everybody just wants to okay. grow. Yeah. So no, like that, that being, that being said, you know, I, I, I assume that, you know, you had, you had, um, you know, you don't have to mention names or specific things or, or anything, but like, can you remember, you know, one of your clients where you can, you know, just to get people excited about the potential where, you know, maybe they didn't have an Instagram strategy in place and then, you know, they, they hooked up with you and then, you know, they went from zero to X number of followers or, or they grew their brand this much, or they noticed, attribution you know went from this to this like is there any statistics or anything that would get people excited to like help them understand uh you know the the correlation between you know good marketing on, in social media and your amazon business yeah for sure well i'm sort of new newer to the amazon space because mm-hmm. i just started you know i spoke at philly word asia in 2019 and started meeting all of these awesome sellers and getting into this world i would say most of the people mm-hmm. that come to us now, they're trying to work with big influencers and get these influencers and these celebrities to create you know, amazing content, user-generated content, and drive traffic uh, to their stores. So it's partially brand play, but it's something that I'm wanting to get into more. So I just you know, recently stumbled upon it. And I'm like, okay, this is making a lot of sense because a lot of these these companies, they're like yeah. looking for outside traffic. And now that we have over 220 million network on social media and TikTok and all these platforms, a lot more brands and people are starting to hire us just for you know influencer distribution and, and growth. So, you know, it, it, this is just the beginning. This is something new. For, for us. Yeah, that, that's actually, that's actually cool. You know, some people, I, I think what you said is important, you know, like maybe it's not always just humongous brands who are reaching out to people like you to try and increase a lot. Actually, a lot of the bigger brands, probably they've already got their own, you know, full social media teams and everything, but it's, 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 you know, more mom and pops uh, who can, who are just getting started, but they might, instead of maybe starting with their own, you know, full campaign, they might start with, you know, influencer, you know, marketing. So is that something that, that you help people, you know, connect them with, with influencer marketing and, you know, help them get viral that way? Yeah. And I would say a majority of these Amazon brands do actually have some, some social media presence. It's just very low and, and 
a lot of the times, not always, it, it's just not that good. So we're coming in, you know, optimizing it, helping them create better content, you know, make improving the engagement, getting micro, macro, and celebrity type influencers to make the page look good and, you know, promote it. And usually that's, that's where we start. Okay, excellent. Now, what's what's just some general strategy about about finding the right influencer? I think you know I've had people talk about that before, but it's I still get that question. Like, hey, there's there's micro influencers, there's there's huge influencers, uh, you know, there's people with huge followings, but they might be not really relevant, and they're not going to do anything for for my brand. Like, what's what's some easy wins? Like, how can if I'm looking for my first uh, influencer, should I always go micro at the beginning or or how do I know if a big influencer is really relevant to my uh, to my niche? It's a numbers game. It's a hit or miss, you know. But I think the, the most important thing that you have to remember going into this is that it is a brand play. It's social credibility. It's street cred, right? So the more people yeah. that you can have singing your praises when you're around or not around, the better. And the more content that you can use from these influencers and post on your website for social proof, the better. So a good starting point is I would choose like a couple of micro influencers, like people that have, you know, around 5,000 to 25,000 followers plus give them some free products, compliment them, do your research on them, make them feel special, loved and respected, send them a gift package and, and start the relationship there. And you know, for some of these celebrities and stuff and these household names, it takes a lot more to get them to say yes. A lot of relationship capital, connections, money, and, and, and free product, you know, because a lot of them are so yeah. used to getting free things. They're like, well, why do I actually have to pay for this when I can just get it for free? So it's yep. a lot of yep. negotiation and psychology with them and just making them feel like, okay. This is worth it. Plus, this person has a big brand. Plus, they can make, they know, really know how to monetize and they can teach me some things and maybe even help me create another, another revenue stream. And, and they've been there and done that. And so I think it's just kind of helping them understand the, the value of your offer and making it make sense to them. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we do something on the show we call the, the TST 30-second tip. So before we get into that where you just give us some like, you know, quick-hitting uh, strategies about maybe travel hacks or, or you know, Instagram marketing strategies, I, while you were talking, I actually went on YouTube because this is crazy. I mean, uh, it, it's kind of like um, crazy how we met, you know, and how we both love the Maldives and stuff. I just realized I was on season 10 Whoa. of So You Think You Can Dance in a way. I, I wasn't a contestant, but what happened was that was when I was doing the Zumba and they had something like International Dance Day or something where they told everybody to submit videos to them and then they aired the videos. And then so you could see me for like, I don't know, like 20 seconds or something or 10 seconds on an episode of see, So You Think You Can Dance. And I just checked on YouTube right now and literally it is wow. season 10. <laughs> I was just so we were on the same season. Like, what are the odds? This is crazy. Like, that is, is so crazy right now. I'm like, <laughs> because I, I looked at the date, I posted it, and I'm like, wait a minute, season 10, when was this? 2013 started them. I was like, oh my goodness, this is oh. season 10. So that's pretty crazy. Um, All I'm saying is when when we go to the Maldives, we're going to have a dance party. We're going to have 
Yeah, we're gonna have a let's lot do of it. Fun. Let's do it. All right. Now, uh, like I said, we, we, we like giving some some quick hitting. I mean, you you've been talking about some strategies, you know, throughout this. But what are some things? You know, maybe we can do like you know one or two each. You know, one a couple travel hacks, and then maybe a a, a couple uh, Instagram hacks. Something you can say in like you know 30, 40 seconds each, and uh, let's just give let's just drop some value, some knowledge bombs to to all the listeners. Out yeah. There. So travel hack hotel hack right so i i pretty much live in hotels so really it helps just by being like super kind and nice and complimenting somebody in the first 30 seconds that you see see them and interact with them so as soon as i get to a hotel and check in i always you know smile greet them with a smile compliment them and then i uh ask them if they have any upgrades available and you know just being nice and being kind and greeting someone with a smile goes a long way. And normally I always get upgraded for free. So it, it's, oh, it's like something that. simple, but right. a lot of the times people just don't ask and don't do uh, Instagram. So a lot of people, they just simply DM people, direct message people, try to send them a message, but then they never get answered. Right. Because I mean, we all get so many notifications, emails, texts every single day. So Actually, what I do when I want to connect with somebody is I actually just uh, like maybe four or five of their photos over the course of a couple of days, leave a genuine comment, and then I actually strike up a conversation with them in the comment section and then bring it to the DMs or do a, a phone call. Because unless you have a blue check mark and you're verified and you have a lot of followers, you're probably never going to get your DM answered. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. So, so there's one travel hack and one, um, Instagram hack, maybe just one more. It could be of, of, of either, of either thing, or maybe it could be something completely unrelated. I know you're a man of many, many talents out there. Yeah. Like another travel hack that I like to do is, and this kind of goes in the value stack is wherever I'm traveling to, I try to find, like reach out to local photographers and creators and, connect with them before I go to the hotel because I know that all the hotels want content mm -hmm. and want fresh content and want to work with influencers. So I have my VA gather a list of all of these different creators, figure out, you know, the best price, the best content, best deal, and normally just pay their hourly rate and, you know, Give, it, it can depend, right? If you go to Thailand, it could be anywhere from um, $25 to $40 an hour, sometimes more depending on their level of expertise. But just by hiring them for a few hours, I'm able to give this content to these hotels. And a lot of times, sometimes, um, able to get these hotels for free just by content exchange. Wow, that's awesome. All right. Well, um, we like we mentioned earlier, you're going to be speaking, you know, a lot more in depth and 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 the more advanced strategies at the in-person workshop we're going to have November the 18th in Irvine, California. So if anybody's interested, come out, meet Zach in person, maybe challenge him to a battle, dance battle, uh, if if you're brave yeah. enough. Um, sign up guys for the elite. I mean, the, usually the elite workshops are, are, I think they're like six or seven hundred dollars. But if you're an elite member, 
um, it's it's free to attend. So an elite member is is only three ninety seven a month. So make sure, guys, if you want to, you know, try it out for a couple of months just to be able to come in person to meet him. And actually, Kevin King is going to be out there in person as well. Go to h10.me forward slash elite and make sure to upgrade your Helium Ten account, and then you'll get info on how you can attend in person. Uh, there now if people can't make it there but they do want to reach out to you how can they find you on the interwebs to to maybe you know contract your agency or or find out more uh, about your pretty incredible life yeah well it's it's been fun guys thank you for your time you can connect with me on you know facebook instagram zach vacay zach benson is my name and assistogram.com is my company so we'd love to talk to you how do you, how do you spell that uh, A-S-S-I-S-T-A. G-R-A-M, assistogram.com. And my Instagram account is Zach Vacay. So if I don't hear from you soon, then hopefully I see you soon. Or even in the Maldives, because we're doing something really cool in the Maldives uh, in March. So, you know, hope to see you soon. All right. Well, I, I hope I can I can get there. I'm always looking for... I don't need an excuse to go to the Maldives, but I'm always looking for one to get there. I love it there. So, so Zach, thanks a lot. We'll, we'll see you in a little bit when you, when you come out here and then again, hopefully in the Maldives and uh, wish you the best. Great. Thank you so much for having me.